0: I'm here to introduce the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about from the guys you know and trust. Go Turn it up! You're listening to the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding members forward for over 80 years. Yeah, yeah. On 97.5 1280, the Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. <laughs> This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.
1: It's The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Hanging out live with our friends at RGS Exteriors and Construction Give them a call, 801-280-3110, 801-280-3110. It's time for a little What's Going On, where we check in with the other shows across the Zone Sports Network. Uh, The big newsmakers, opinions, interviews, sometimes some fun stuff, whatever the case may be. Real quick, before we do that, Gordon, we do have some breaking news to get to. Uh, this just coming uh, from our friend Brett Pine from BYU, BYU Athletics Director Tom Homo announced today the addition of two home games for the 2020 football schedule. This was uh, kind of anticipated by most, I think. But uh, BYU will host University of Texas at San Antonio from Conference USA on October 10th and Texas State University of the Sunbelt Conference On October 24th, both those games are going to be at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So uh, we don't know if anybody is going to be able to uh, watch uh, those games yet, uh, Gordon, but there are two additional home games on the schedule. BYU now now has eight games on its 2020 football schedule, including uh, Navy, Army, Troy, Houston, Western Kentucky, and North Alabama.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're doing the best they can down there to play football, and that schedule is nowhere near the original schedule. But under these circumstances, uh, like I said, they're doing the best they can. It'll be interesting to see if they can if it actually happens at all. And I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, when students come back to campus, and uh, or at least those that do how will that go and will how will that affect the players and uh i i i man we we're talking about a lot of things that that we're not sure we have answers to jake uh, but they're going ahead with their agenda to go ahead and play so we'll see what happens
1: i would love to have followed tom homo around for the last month or two <laughs> I bet I bet it would be absolutely intriguing. Don't you wish you were writing a biography or something about Tom and got access to his life for the last, I don't know, what, are you, six months, five months? I suppose he has spent a lot of time on the phone. Well, what he is doing is, is <laughs> unprecedented in an unprecedented world right now. I mean, to totally well, just scrap a schedule... Not totally, I shouldn't say that, but more or less, just scrap a schedule and start over, piecing together universities not only that have the ability to uh, to play under conference rules, but have room on their schedule. I mean, what a what a what a time! I tell you what. What, what for happens? Him, is
2: what happens if uh, let's say these games can be played, and let's say the games in the SEC and the ACC and the Big Twelve are played? What happens if BYU goes undefeated? Because I you know what exactly we, were, Tim and I,
1: uh, Tim and I were just talking about that off the air. I don't know if you heard, but we were just <laughs> having not. this conversation. <laughs> what happens? Do, the do they get in? Do they? Because the the college football playoff says they're still going.
2: Hmm. Because that schedule isn't exactly murderer's row, is it? I mean, uh, that's how BYU's... dare you say that about
1: Texas State, the mighty armadillos. Is that what they are? <laughs> no, uh, but that was from uh, the, the Necessary Roughness. Oh, that's right. That's The, 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 the Texas State it, uh, Armadillos.
2: What's the name of that, uh, that model who was in that movie? Kathy Ireland?
1: Yeah. Of course, you're, you know, the first person that comes to mind for you in that movie is not Robert Loja, I noticed.
2: Wait, was uh, Scott Bakula in
1: that? He was in that. So was Sinbad. <laughs> Sinbad. Sinbad was like the star defensive end who was also a star in the classroom. He was like the brainiac, but still had some eligibility left to go out there and dominate. What a great movie. Was it really great? Oh, incredible. I'd I'd watch it again right now. If I could Right, right at this moment, I would absolutely watch that. It's a a 45 year old Scott Bakula gets talked into playing college football again. Anyway, Mm. If so, would, Texas, could, you,
2: would you go? If if I said to you, Jake, uh, you could be the starting quarterback at the, whatever university, would you go back? uh no, no. With we, are you, are you talking you about month.
1: me with my current size and stature? No. Yes.
2: Uh, I'll give you a month to train. A month? No. What? what, what give me a year to train. What difference would no, that no, make? No, we don't have time for that.
1: Would you do uh, it? No, of course not. My, 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 you haven't changed my mind. No. Would you?
2: No. No, but you and I are a little of different ages. <laughs> well, Gordon, I appreciate
1: you uh, thinking that I'm a, I'm a young man, but I'm not.
2: When, 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 you, when I was your age, I thought <laughs> I could still fling it around. You
1: think, okay, let me, let me just get this, just, just make sure I'm processing this correctly. At, at 39 years old, you believe you could have returned to play college football. Uh, Given, wait, 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 hold on. Given a month's
2: prep time. <laughs> I think, I think yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe. Probably not. Okay, okay. probably not maybe hockey but not football right? <laughs> i'm just saying wouldn't it wouldn't that be an opportunity for you i am giving you the starting quarterback position at uh, such and such you
1: yeah i'm not doing it no 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 way are you kidding
2: maybe <laughs> okay. if maybe if were you, if, uh, were you ever any that. good at football yeah no you're a pitcher you're a pitcher right. i assume that yeah. you got a pretty good arm
1: Uh, no, I was never a football player. We played like in the park down the street from my house. Is that what you're talking about? But no, no, I was not. uh, I was a a skinny, lanky kid. I was not built for football.
2: As you know, Jake, I have a, uh, I have a, I have two sons-in-law who played college football. And uh, one of them was a receiver and one of them was a quarterback. And I, I always thought that I could throw it around pretty good, you know. Uh, but when I went to a park one day and saw certain individuals uh, either throwing or catching a football or running routes, uh, I got I got the impression pretty quick that, uh, no, those guys are pretty good, you know. So that – and it really stood out being, you know, just in a – in a regular park as opposed to on a college football field where you know those guys are, are really good and you expect them to be ser- uh, of a certain level but when you see someone like that throwing and catching a football in a public park you go wow that's impressive you know so I, you needed that reinforcement to realize I, I you sort were, of did you yeah, I thought of that, how huh? hard how hard could it be really <laughs> you thought that no. My my one son-in-law ran a four three, four three forty, at Auburn. <laughs> no, 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 I can't do that.
1: Did uh, uh, did he really run a four three, or was this like a uh, like a Utah pro day situation?
2: No, no, well, I don't know. I wasn't there, but he's pretty fast. I, was
1: <laughs> I believe that. it. I just wanted to get a Utah pro day crack in there. It makes me feel normal.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm and the quarterback was uh, snapping those passes off and I was going wow that, that that really is exceptional uh you know anyway so that that brought me back down to earth in a hurry but I, but I'm giving you the starting position Jake
1: yeah I'm not doing it uh, real quick, we do want to get to what's going on because there are a couple things out there. We want to play some clips, but there is some uh, news coming from Crispy Haynes as we continue to monitor the situation going on in the bubble with the NBA right now. We know there's going to be a players' meeting uh, at 8 o'clock Eastern. Six o'clock mountain. Uh, But Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports is reporting Yahoo Sources. There's a sizable amount of players advocating to finish the season out of uh, season out since sacrifices were made to enter the bubble. Believing the NBA platform is a useful resource in this social climate. uh, Chris added one uh, star NBA player, quote, we're already here. Let's finish what we started, unquote. Mm. So we're seeing can, that divide that we were talking about, yeah. and I wonder where most of the voices line up.
2: Yeah, I don't know, it, it, but, but but those are those are reasonable responses. I understand both sides. If someone wanted to walk out, I, I would understand that, but I also get the, what uh, Christians reported that there are those who feel that's the best course of action, because I think their message is being heard. I don't. It's not. It's not being heard by everyone, but it's being heard by some. And, I think uh, and there is usefulness to it
1: and apparently let's see here uh, multiple uh, reporters including chris haynes of Yahoo sports reporting the milwaukee books players will make a statement as a team outside their locker room so apparently they're they're waiting for that and uh, we'll pass that along as it happens you know sometimes uh gordon doing a live sports radio show is is uh wild on certain days where you just kind of wad up what you were going to talk about and Follow the news as it emerges moment by moment. <laughs> I don't think we've had a segment today where we haven't had some sort of breaking
2: news. You mean like a column I wrote earlier today that is going to be thrown in the can and I'm going to have to go back at it as soon as the show ends? Have they not put it up yet? Yeah, they put it up. but
1: uh, Well, so you'll yeah, get some use it was, out
2: of it. it was, yeah, it was scheduled to go the print tomorrow, but uh, given these circumstances, I have a feeling there will be a redo.
1: Oh, hot dog. There it is. Gordon Monson. Donovan Mitchell versus Jamal Murray. Which star will burn brighter? I'm sure it's magic. I should have read it before the show. I apologize.
2: Uh, Well, I have no control over your lack of uh, ambition to be fully informed.
1: (laughs) Now, now you are are somebody that, that takes cliches very literally. Uh, are you literally going to wad up that story and throw it in the garbage? Wouldn't that require you to, like, throw your computer into the garbage can?
2: <laughs> no, I I don't think you need to interpret that that quite that literally.
1: Okay, so figurative there, but controlling your own destiny not okay.
2: Yes, because that's a misuse of it. The, obviously, what I was saying as far as wadding something up and throwing it away is it's 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 it still has proper application in the case of controlling your own destiny you don't control your own destiny but you're if not I'm, wadding up anything it, right but i'm i'm taking something and setting it aside well that's so not what you said Yeah, but neither is, hey, I'm pulling your leg. It's an idiomatic expression, but it's not to be taken literally. So is control your own destiny. No, no, it's not, because that's not what you do. It's impossible to do that. Again, you're not wadding up anything. (laughs) Come on.
1: Two and two equals four. It does, I know. You need to figure that out one of these days. (laughs) When you get there, let me know. Uh, all right. Uh, with, with all the breaking news, BYU adding a couple of teams. Latest update from the bubble. Uh, we'll get to what's going on coming up right around the corner. We will try and uh, have a conversation about uh, basketball. Kurt Heelan was on with uh, Hanson Scotty, And uh, those guys also talked about the ultimate Aggie. Can't wait to hear that clip. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's coming up straight ahead. But we are live today at RGS Exteriors and Construction. Call them 801-280-3110, 801-280-3110. Our good friend Tim joins us now. And, uh, Tim, let's talk about what you can do for our listeners. What's kind of what's kind of out there right now? What are a lot of people doing?
3: Well, I think, like we've talked today, is the siding. The James Hardy siding is really popular. Um, but as the leaves are getting, believe it or not, man, that air's going to be cooler. I know it's uh, cold or hot right now, right, 90 degrees or whatever it is today, 95. But the leaves are going to be changing soon, and they're going to start falling. So people are going to start looking at gutters and gutter covers and not wanting to ever have to clean their gutters out again.
1: So uh, this uh, this is a random question, I know, but... Is our climate, like the the extreme heat and the extreme cold and kind of everything in between, is it hard on exterior stuff? Actually, it's
3: a really good point. Yes, it is. In fact, um, uh, warranties in most cases for most manufacturers are less in Utah because of that. Um, Where the fact that we have four true seasons i um, also play a factor into it. It is extremely hard on, on exteriors. I
1: would think so, right? Yeah. And so you want well, the best, I would guess.
3: Well, for sure. You know, another thing, too, not only is the, the extreme temperatures we have, but because of our elevation, the sun actually is, is more intense as well. That's why we get sunburn, right? When you go on the mountains, you get sunburn right. worse. The same thing happens to your exteriors, to your vinyl siding, to your hardy. It's just harder on it. That said, going back to the hardy aspect of it, that's why hardy so well, is because it's a cement-based product. It, the elements don't affect it near as much.
1: Well, and let's talk about preparing for some of that harsh weather. I mean, we talk about gutters and uh, getting ready for the ice the ice jams and uh, cleaning those yeah, out yeah. and all that yeah. stuff that drive us all nuts. No one right?
3: thinks about ice in, in August, right? But but it's the but time. But you should. It is. You yeah. should. Um, the reality of it is, is look, gutter. it's, it's the time to, to get your gutters ready for the wintertime and make sure that they're cleaned out. Make sure that they're installed properly. Uh, we, we make sure that if you do need the heat tape or, or the heat cables that we get those ready now. Um, and I think as far as the gutter covers, one thing to talk about, there's a lot of national companies coming in. If you see, if you watch the news long enough, you're going to see two or three different national companies coming in and offering these le- the gutter cover services. The, the problem is with these guys is, is their products are decent. They are. But they come in, they come out. Kind of like a storm chaser. They come in, they make their money, and then they leave the market. Well, that doesn't leave a customer any good if there's a warranty issue. And so it's really important to choose um, a good, high-quality gutter cover as well as somebody that's going to be able to back that and and always, always buy from a local company, not a national uh, chain. Um, And when you see these national television commercials, you know um, that's somebody you want to stay away from for that reason. Hey, Gordon,
1: I'm thinking of you here.
3: we got to get Lisa off that ladder. Let's get get some gutter covers for you. Yeah, baby. Come on. Come on, Hefner. Let's go. Let's get it going. Because <laughs> we know Gordon's not up on nah, the ladder. ain't getting on those ladders.
1: All right. 801 uh, is the number to call. Find out what our friends here at RGS can do for you. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, guys. All right. We'll have more next. 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Welcome on back live from RGS Exteriors and Construction. Find out what they can do for you. Give them a call, 801-280-3110, 801-280-3110. RGS Exteriors, want to remind you about our friends at Action Plumbing, Heating, and Electrical. Spring into action. Mention this ad and receive $33 off any service. Call today, 801-833-3333. 801-833-3333, Action Plumbing. Uh, we will uh, keep an eye on uh, what's coming out uh, from the Orlando bubble as uh, things continue to evolve down there. At last check, we we're expected to hear from uh, Milwaukee Bucks in some sort of uh, united way. Uh, outside their locker room, they still have not emerged. Uh, Adrian roach Narowski Gordon just reported, uh, said inside the locker room, the Milwaukee Bucks were on a conference call with Wisconsin Attorney Attorney General Josh Paul and Lieutenant Governor uh, Mandela Barnes, uh, according to sources. So
2: that that tells me that they they want their message heard loud and clear, loud and clear, and they they are in communication with people who they think might be able to have some sway and if that's the case then then that could be very useful
1: so there there you go that's uh we'll uh, pass along what the statement is when it's made from milwaukee again if you're just jumping into your car all three nba playoff games scheduled for today have been postponed Uh, milwaukee the bucks kind of got the ball rolling on today's events by not uh, coming out of the locker room for their game against the Orlando Magic. Um, the Dominoes kind of fell from there, and all three games have been postponed. There is a players' meeting scheduled for 6 o'clock Mountain Standard Time as this uh, as this story continues to evolve. Uh, we'll pass along uh, all the bits of info as they come across to us. Uh, Gordon, let's do what's going on. Let's get to a couple of things. The Jazz did play yesterday. Uh, Joe Ingles did the Joe Ingles show this morning with DJ and PK, and here's his thoughts on uh, what happened in game number five.
3: In your view, now that you had time, where did it all go wrong in the third quarter? Because I think in the third quarter, Jazz fans are feeling pretty good, up by 15, all the arrows were pointing in the right direction.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think everyone not in a um – in a bad way or anything but I think we were we were all feeling good we would we played well obviously um to to get a lead like that against a, a really good team um and I I think a part of it they they kind of threw kind of their their kind of one last punch they they came in they um I think it started I think Tory Cray hit a three off like a double team or, or whatever it was from Jokic or something like that um that kind of got them going a little bit. We we had a couple um, missed shots. Uh, I think we had a turnover or two, and they kind of got out and um, not was having their last crack, obviously. But it was, I think, if we were able to hold up around that time when it was was fifteen, if we can hold our defense up strongly, um, obviously make plays on the other end like we had for the whole game, and and kind of finish at the rim or, or with the three. Um, uh, I think we kind of hold ourselves in a good position, but they made some shots. And um, I think I think Coach Shadow or, or someone that did media yesterday just not getting distracted, but we were worrying about the referees a little bit. There was a couple of turnovers we haven't really had um, in the series, really. Um, and they got themselves going. Obviously, Murray got himself going. Jokic hit some big shots. And, um, yeah, it's it, some year frustrating obviously because you had a chance if we kind of held on for that third quarter and kind of started the fourth you you feel like you're in a decent position if you can hold on that, if you have a 15 point lead in the NBA game going into the fourth quarter I think if someone said pre-game you you could get that every game you'd take it So, um, obviously stuff for us to to watch today and and learn um, learn from and um, be ready for the next one so in the two Denver wins, Jokic and Murray have just been sensational. And Murray's been having it going on, obviously. He a game they lost. He still was sensational. Do, do you sort of look at it like, uh, you know, they are a good team and they've got good players for that's the very reason. So sometimes they get it going, but there's no really sense of despair or panic on your behalf. Just do what you do. Yeah, I think he – Going into it from from game one, and we, we said it after game one, we said it prior to game one. Um, it's going to be a long series. Like even if you play just four games, it's still a long series. It's ten days of, of playing basketball against the same team. Um, obviously, they they were the third. I think they were third, third three, six, whatever it was. The third. They were the third team for a reason. They, they they've got good players. They they play good basketball and. Um, they can kind of dictate what they want to do. And I think obviously in that third quarter, they, they did that a little bit. I think we'd done a really good job prior to that of, um, playing the the way we wanted to play. And, and, um, obviously on, on the flip side, a little bit, they, they had nothing to lose. They were, they were coming in, throwing every punch to, to, to stay and keep their season alive. And, um, obviously they, they played well and, and did that. And, um, obviously it's, what is it? Three, two now. And, We go into game six, and um, like I said, we'll we'll watch the film today at practice and stuff like that, and um, find some adjustments, find find what we can do better, and um, and get ready for Thursday.
1: That was the Joe Ingles show this morning every week with uh, DJ and PK here on 975 and in uh, 1280 the Zone. And as far as the game goes last night, uh, I thought Joe summed it up right uh, pretty well right there, Gordon, and we talked about it toward the beginning of the show. I just lost that focus in the third quarter. I found what he said about the referees interesting cuz I often wonder about that. It seems like when the Jazz get distracted with the refs, sometimes things get away from them a little bit.
2: Yeah, and that's uh Quinn mentioned that, other players mentioned it uh seeking out a foul or afraid to shoot because they're afraid they might be fouled, that, that, that's never a good situation to find yourself in. You've got to be aggressive and decisive, and uh, the calls will go the way they do.
1: Well, and also, and this is, this is really basic, right? This is my, you know, Little League basketball coming out at me. But, you know, <laughs> you, when you're complaining about calls, you're not running the floor. And one thing that has gone well for the Jazz in this series, they've really run the floor, especially Rudy Gobert, who's just been great hustling and getting up and down quick and taking advantage of those uh, those transition opportunities. In fact, Gordon, the Jazz had zero fast break points in the
2: second half. Yeah, that's not good. It's too hard. And, and is it any uh, coincidence that they scored 44 points in the second right. half? Right. It's too hard to have to go to the, the half court offense every single time. You got to get some, some cheapies. And then, All right, on, top, on top of that, then there were also sort of getting back to it being indecisive. There were times when the Jazz passed up shots. There were times when they hesitated, and then there was a turnover. There were times when mistakes were made, and then there was also times when there was just flat bad luck. Remember that one play that bounced? Who did it bounce off of? It bounced off a uh, Ruby. Oh, Murray. yeah, and,
1: and Murray got the open three. Yes. Yes.
2: yes. Yeah. I mean, and, and that was a big shot, you know. And was, I just thought, when that happened, sometimes the basketball guy just just flicked the ball a different way. All
1: right, Gordon. Let's get in one more one more clip here with uh, with what's going on because I'm I'm mainly curious as to what this is. Uh, this is from Hanson Scotty, and they're talking about the ultimate Aggie. And I'm assuming this has something to do with uh, Scotty sending his eldest. Up to Logan for uh, college yesterday, but uh, I'm curious to hear what these guys got into.
4: What bowl is it? Is it the one that's by the Estes Center? Is it you know
1: the, you know that big bowl?
4: It, 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 it's it's the one on the corner there yeah. at the Estes Center. Yeah, so just across the street from the stadium. Correct. Isn't that bowl like bucking?
5: Uh it's it's got a little bit of a of a. Okay, just read now. You got to read. Well, the story.
4: I'm just wondering how five nude men could fit on
5: that. <laughs> it's a big bowl. Five nude men could fit on that? Uh, five nude smaller men, yeah, probably <laughs> could make that work.
4: So, so it's not like these are five football. Like these weren't the five offensive linemen no. starting for the Aggies. This story is crazy. Sven sent us a, a story about becoming an ultimate Aggie, which apparently is is getting up on that bull naked.
5: Which I've never heard of before. I can't believe before. you did
4: that, Scotty. I do not know why
5: are you shaking your head? There you go. That's the size of the thing right there.
4: Oh, it's not okay. It's not bucking. No. Oh, yeah. You could fit. You could probably fit upwards of ten naked men on that. I don't know ten. So, mu- so, in order for you to be the ultimate Aggie, you have to be naked.
5: Yes. Oh, I get ultimate and ultra mixed up sometimes.
4: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Police say the individuals jumped off the bowl and ran naked across the street into the Pineview Apartments Complex. Yeah, I used to live in Pineview. When they spotted the officer. Not in 2010, mind you. But <laughs> So you knew when, when you were running? And he's like, Scotty, stop. You're like, oh, no. Like, Get to Pineview. Get to the Pineview. <laughs> Get to the Pine to the Pineview. <laughs> I did not know that this was a thing. I, I wonder if there's, like... You should... Okay, so... Is there an ultimate cougar, like, st- sitting naked on that cougar in front of Lavelle Stadium? I've never heard of that.
5: That would be a little easier because it's a little lower to the ground. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This, th- this thing's up probably... I mean, the, the the platform itself is about three or four feet off the ground, if not more. Yeah. Then you've got to get onto that. Then you've got to get onto the bull, which is another three or four feet off the ground after that.
4: This was in late October, isn't that bull made of bronze?
5: It is made of bronze. bronze uh, it's a heavy conductor. Well, that's the thing. You don't want to do this in August because that bull's, you know, it's yeah It's, it's warm. Gonna, well, they burn you. It's going to burn you.
4: Well, you can't do it in October either because the picture of you being Maybe becoming the that makes Aggie, it isn't...
5: the ultimate Aggie when you do it and it's red hot. Well,. And the other the other element too is you know if you have a blanket on there it doesn't count.
4: <laughs> oh, it's got to be it's got to be from what I've b- heard bronze yeah. the skin, huh? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> from what skin. I've heard. <laughs> what a what a crazy tradition you got going in there <laughs> up there in
3: <laughs> And that's where you sent your son to college,
4: huh? <laughs> I hope he doesn't ever hear about this. It's not me. I never did this. <laughs> Oh, man, this is making me laugh. I'm sorry. I, I know we've got more important things to do here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this story. There's a part of this story that we can't mention that's really crazy. Well, I mean, it's a news story. Do, that's not part of coming to ultimate Aggie, is it? No. Okay. Yeah.
5: See, I would think if you were going to be an ultimate Aggie, that it needs to be solo.
4: Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Because these five were not solo.
5: I know. I know. And that's where a lot of guys up at Utah State are like, hey, let's
4: maybe <laughs> dial that down a little bit. Easy. <laughs> you know, one at a time. <laughs> exactly. One
1: ultimate Aggie at a time.
2: Wow. They really got into that one there, Gordo. Yeah, they, what? I mean, okay, so this ultimate Aggie thing, isn't that uh, where certain relations are being – are being completed on that thing well I, oh I,
1: I don't know that was a really awkward way of saying that were those guys just well, saying I mean, how it, it can i means... say it how
2: can i say it on a family-friendly show i mean well isn't it just what...
1: about getting nude and getting on the bull isn't that what they were talking about
2: yeah but I, then they brought up the ultimate aggie thing and that
3: that's... is that's is, that is what ultimate aggie is oh yeah it is yeah
2: Okay, well, uh, I mean, that's why he said... What were you talking would... about? No, that's what I'm talking about. I just didn't know it was on the exact same thing. But uh, I've heard of that. There are different levels of Aggiedom, right? <laughs> I mean, there's the is level... There... A true Aggie, I think, is, is a kiss. But an ultimate Aggie is uh, a little more aggressive than that.
1: Well, how do they do it down at uh, your, your beloved New Mexico? Is there an ultimate Lobo down there?
2: <laughs> since uh, <laughs> no I mean I have no clue because no. i'm not i'm not a lobo fan but.
1: what about uh what what about uh the your mud hens
2: is there an ultimate mud hen uh go Lobos there could uh-huh. be I, I, i'm not hundred percent sure but I have heard of the The true and the ultimate Aggie. And I know that that when I first heard about becoming an ultimate Aggie, I thought Scott droid has got to be one of them. Are you? I want to know. No, I've never climbed up on that bull and had uh, relations with a woman.
1: So (laughs) many jokes. Just go ahead and pull that. We'll throw that one into the archives. All right, uh, we're live here at RGS Exteriors and Construction. Our friend Tim joins us once again. No. 801-280-3110. on Tim it's been kind of a weird sports day, but there there's a moment that's gonna live on.
3: Hey I I like it. You do know, we, we can bring it back a little bit. Down at snow, a true badger, you just basically kiss at the tower at midnight. So on the phone, So that's moon, a thing. So it's a thing. So my wife and I we we okay. were, we dated out and we wait, were true badgers. Wait, Tim, what about ultimate badgers? I don't know about ultimate, man. I'm not going there. But a true badger <laughs> just at the bell tower at midnight on a full moon. All you right, go man. kiss for one minute. Let's let's uh. just all agree to leave it at true whatever. Let's I mean, just mean, leave let's, it at true. Let's stop all talking right. ultimate hey, let's, let's talk sighting and gutters. How's that, Let's bring it back. That. Yeah, let's, let's get out of the let's gutter. Let's, let's get our heads out of the gutter right now. Let's go all right let's go install them
1: if uh if you've uh, been putting something off now is a great time to take care
3: of the exterior of your home that's right you know we've we've talked a lot about siding we've talked a lot about uh, gutters but you know we do stone stucco and brick too so anything really that we want to do to get your home ready for this fall and this winter let's get it done now and give us a call and and a lot of times too uh, customers kind of think about siding the, the focus goes to the gutters which it should frankly the gutters the heat cables covers but uh, don't forget about the siding because a lot of times you go, like, ah, I'll do that in the spring. Well, the problem is is what, what does everybody else think? Yeah, Let's right. do it in the spring. So the reality of it is the best time to do the gutters and gutter covers is really like in the summer and the spring. The best time to do your siding is in the fall and the winter. Because just everybody's mindset shifts, so you actually your timing works out better. And so now is actually a really good time to start thinking about your siding projects as well. And Stay ahead of the game. There. Stay ahead of the game. And the thing is, is even on a demo, like when we're tearing down stucco and redoing siding or we're tearing down something else and putting a new product on, as soon as we tear it down, we put a waterproof product on the home, uh, a Tyvek or, or a house wrap type, so your home is watertight. So even in the middle of a rainstorm or, winter or snowstorm, there's no issues or problems. See, that's
1: good to know. That was, that's something I would wonder about. You know, what about in the middle of this thing, and you guys would take care of everybody all yeah, along it's, the way. It's, it's
3: not an issue. I know when people do roofing, a lot of times they'll have to watch the weather because they've got to make sure they don't tear off during that. But, but it's a, a vertical surface, and so it's not near as much of an issue. But as soon as we get that house wrap on, really your house is, is watertight. Um, in fact, frankly, that's a, a good topic to talk about is because a lot of times when homeowners are getting new siding or something on their home, they don't think about that undername at first. But that water, that that house wrap and the way the home is flashed and then the house wrap has actually got a special tape that we tape all the joints. That is probably more important than anything else to keep your home um, watertight.
1: 801-280-3110 is the number to call. Find out what RGS can do for you, 801-280-3110. And as you heard Tim say, it's a great time to do it, 801-280-3110. Tim, thank you very much. We'll catch up with you later in the show. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll have more coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, and uh, 1280 The Zone. Uh, it is time for the Not Sports Report brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles and inventory shop online, LHMUseCars.com. But real quick before we get to that, we have some uh, corrections and retractions involving you, Gordon, okay, and uh, ex- what? explaining to you what uh, is uh, a true Aggie, Ultimate Aggie, because you're, you're way off. I am. Uh, yeah, our friend Brett says, to set the record straight, uh, a kiss on the A under the old main at midnight on full moon is a true Aggie. Ultimate Aggie is ride the bull naked and nothing more. Hashtag get it right. Hashtag no relations necessary. Which is what oh. those kids got cited and arrested for yeah. yesterday. So. so leave it to I Chester
2: was, to take it to the, the no, creepy was, level. If that is true, I was misinformed by... Somebody who claimed to be an ultimate Aggie. I think they were lying to you. That would take too much balance. Okay. And invisibility. Uh,
1: right. And would <laughs> right. would well, probably we be breaking. Well, got that important
2: issue all straightened out. Thank
1: you. And probably be breaking a new level of law. I would imagine. College
2: students breaking the law—unheard of.
1: Uh, it's time for the not sports port.
2: Gordon, where are we going today? Going to Ogden. Ogden, Utah. Me? Yes. Did you see the story about a a Utah man that was arrested after he reportedly assaulted and choked his 18-year-old son? Why? Because the son said he was not planning to serve a Latter-day Saint mission. (laughs) wait and by by the way shout out to tim we'll talk to him in a second
1: rgs exteriors he just he sent his son on a mission today uh let me get this straight so the son didn't want to go right so the
2: dad punched him no well okay let me explain uh according to a probable cause statement this is straight out of the salt lake tribune the father a 49 year old ogden man told police he, quote, attempted to remove his son from the home after his son stated he did not wish to go on his mission. The son told police that he and his father had been arguing, and when he told his father he did not plan on serving a volunteer mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the older man, quote, grabbed him by the arm, and the two began to fight. Uh, The son said that he was knocked to the ground and his father, quote, began to strike his head into the wall repeatedly, as well as squeeze the victim's neck with both hands, choking him while he attempted to resist. Seems a little extreme. Um, Okay. Look, I don't know, know all the all the problems taking place in this particular relationship. But if your son, if you're LDS and your son decides he doesn't want to go on a mission, do not grab him around the throat with your hands and choke him. Do not slam his head against the wall. Do not. Well, well how it's else ultimately- are you supposed to get
1: him to comply? <laughs> hey,
2: slow down. I'm writing this down. What else? Yeah, you don't- yeah. Don't, Don't. It's his decision. Let him decide. And. If you're if you're that uh, zealous about having your kid go serve uh, serve the good Lord, don't beat him up if he disagrees with your plan for him. That seems like something that might be a tenet of the faith. Hmm. I'm gonna have to take your word for uh, that one there, Gordon. <laughs> According to an officer, he said that there were, quote, visible, multiple visible scratches to the right side of the victim's neck, as well as redness around the back of the neck. Uh,
0: You will honor me and your mother. You will. It's a Hmm. (sighs) (laughs) commandment.
2: I I just I just don't. Some things don't compute in my mind. I, I, I just. It's, if so, if it, <laughs> if you believe in a certain something, and one of your kids makes a decision that you don't agree with, I, I would assume that that decision, not to do what you want him to do, met with violence. The meaning of the violence is more egregious than his decision not to go.
1: Sounds like you don't care as passionately as this man, Gordon. Now, now I'm going to ask you a, a figurative question entirely in jest, uh, Gordon, and uh, minus, of course, the violent part. But is there a line drawn in the Monson house household that if you cross it, you're out? You know, like you eat the, the last uh, square of cheese from the fridge or something like that's it?
2: Maybe buying an you know, American-made it's, it's, car. It's, it's, it's yeah. interesting that you say that because uh, I had a daughter the other day that said, "Would there would there ever be anything that would be uh, that would cross the line to cause them to get thrown out of the house?" Well,
1: until
0: today, becoming an ultimate Aggie until we change that definition. Uh, <laughs>
2: um, I don't want to think about that. All right. <laughs>
1: well, well, I, if one of your daughters came up to you and said. The Beatles are overrated. They're done, right?
2: <laughs> gone,
1: bam! Get gone. out and never the Beatles come are the back. Most
2: overrated band in history. The Beatles are worse than the Monkees. The Beatles are worse than Millie Vanilli. The Beatles are worse than Limp Bizkit. <laughs> that one's my favorite. Why? You guys are you guys are harsh. You guys are harsh. No, the I'm not going to the kick- most overrated band in history. I'm not going to kick my kids out of the house. I'm not going to grab them by the throat. I'm not going to do. I'm not going to bang their head against the wall. All well,
1: right? That's why I said I was asking in jest, of course, minus the no. minus the violence.
2: But just it's just funny to me that someone gets mad over a religious decision by someone, and, and that is met by by somebody responding in that manner, allegedly. I not mean, good. I'm just I'm just going off the report here. Not good, Bob. When did this happen? Yes, like this week. Uh, let's see. I, I don't. know. At,
1: I don't when know was the article was written? Is it a fresh article? I think it's today, Yeah. Oh my gosh! Wow. Did uh did did you need a little extra uh, incentive, so to speak, for you to uh, to do your mission, Gordon?
2: Oh no, I was all about serving the Lord. Okay. I mean, <laughs> you didn't need, <laughs> you didn't need a threat or a bribe or
1: anything like that. You were you were on board.
2: Well, my dad did say if I went that uh, a Porsche would be in the driveway when I got home. So that that might have uh, had something to do with it. Well, first of all, it's pronounced Porsche,
1: and second of all, is that true?
2: No, come on, are you kidding me? My dad—that's <laughs> that, I, true. I, I had—I believe it. I, I had money saved up in the bank, and I I it, I forfeited it all over to my dad and said, "Okay, you go ahead and send me the the." the money. They did it different back then. He uh, sent me the money, and as he was sending me the money, I was saving it, and I was so frugal that when I got home, I handed my dad back, like, I think it was a 1000 bucks or something, you know, so I, I was trying to live frugally and, and do the right thing. By and now.
1: he handed the keys to a, a Porsche over to
2: you? No, it was a joke, come on.
1: Who thinks Gordon's oh. joking? I I'm actually believing you on this one. Not true. Jake, not you do it for all. the
3: Porsche on high, okay?
2: Yeah.
1: Wow. Oh. Not, not the everything in
2: this ha- life. Not everything has to be materialistic like you think, Jake. Was um, it a before. was
1: it a, a a Porsche 711 or what was it?
2: <laughs> 711. <laughs> a 711. <laughs> a 711. There is a 718 Porsche. But, Ugh. Uh anyway, no, it was it was all, you know, it was all to do the right thing for the right reason, you know.
1: Oh man, David Locke is going to join us coming up next. Stay tuned it is the big show Gordon Monson Jake Scott 975 and 1280 the Zone.